Welcome to Victory Church Podcast. At Victory, we are committed to connecting people to God, His church and their purpose. For more information, visit victorychurch.net.au. Now prepare your heart to hear a word from God today. Would you please be upstanding as we welcome Sally Graham today. round of applause as well to the guys who made the film. I'm hugely proud. Thanks, guys. Yes, guys, grab a seat. The reality is that's not a normal thing to do, to uh, display our worst possible moments on TV for all to see. <laughs> There you go. So you might ask yourself, why do I do that? Um, you know, we live in a, in a world that is obsessed with image at the moment. We're obsessed with our selfies, where we were, who we were with. We edit them and we pop up and we send them out to the world, our highlights, our highlight reels. Yeah? So, like I say, it's not natural that I would spend that time and that energy to show you my low life reel. But the reality is that we all have... Oh, for those of you who are taking notes, this is good luck to you. But uh, <laughs> there is a title. It's called Behind Closed Doors. That's my Behind Closed Doors. That was me 19 years ago. For those of you who would like to say, yes, I have shoes. <laughs> I have lipstick. You know that's not the point, though. The point is that it's a miracle that I can even stand here before you and string a sentence together. Yeah? Yeah. This moment is an opportunity to show the power of Jesus Christ to save. People don't pull themselves up from those sorts of situations by their own bootstraps. Yeah? It's the power of Jesus Christ to save and the power of Christ in community to transform lives. You know, culturally, we don't want to look at unpleasantness. We live in this world where we want to look at all the highlights, we want to look at the selfies, the good things. Even uh, myself recently, I put on Facebook, if you have on Facebook, uh, me on Facebook, um, I put up a really nice photograph of myself that my daughter had taken after I'd had my hair and makeup done, which I've also had done tonight as well. And heaps of people commented, gee, Sal, you look so young, you look so great. The reality is that it was a great image, but it wasn't a true representation of who I am. And that's where we want to be. We want to be taking the photo next to the person who did the hard work, next to the sports person, next to the famous person. We live in a Dorian Gray society, for those who remember that. We had, even this week, we had a, a person who was very famous for being funny, who had a consistency in his life of wonderful movies, of great encouragement, and yet behind closed doors, there was a battle going on. The reason I share my behind closed doors moments is to encourage you that that is where Jesus meets us. 
You might say to yourself, well, Sal, you know, I'm not a drug addict. I don't need God. I'm not as bad as you. I haven't committed murder or thought of it or taken drugs. And if you compare yourself to me, you will come out well. <laughs> I wasn't expecting a laugh there. I don't know. That you're... Hang on. <laughs> but it's true. If you compare yourself to me, you will come out well. But what if you compare yourself to Mother Teresa? Where do you stand then? There will always be someone who we can compare ourselves to and be a little better. And there will always be people who are a little worse. So I think that in a sense it's not about comparison. Rather it's more like this. There's this scripture in Matthew and it says, Come to me all you who are weary and I will give you rest. You may not relate to my story, but I don't think that there would be a person in this room who would say that they haven't had a time where they were weary, where they were beyond themselves, where maybe they looked at their own low life real. You don't have to show it to the world, but you know it. You know whatever your low life real is. And that there's that place where you say, I'm weary. That full scripture, I love this. It says, come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Here's the cool thing that I've learned. You see, we've just watched that seven-minute film of all my garbage, and there was heaps of it. If you begin to join the dots and think about it, did you notice there's children in the room? The reality is there were three, three kids in that situation. So I had a lot of garbage that I was dragging along with me. And God could have just come and waved his magic fairy wand and made it all disappear but he doesn't actually do that. He says, come to me and take my yoke on. You see, rather than us having this weary drudgery and expecting God to just relieve us of it, if he did that, you know, we would just be weaklings. We would be left in that state. Here's the cool thing. He says, take my yoke. There is still a weight and a burden to the reality of what you've just seen. But God says, I have to do it with this. Take my yoke. You could either be a milkman, milkmaid. You know the old milkmaids? Or the, what are they? Barbells. Take my yoke, an even load. God takes our weight and balances us. He brings balance to our lives. There's certain things I've had to walk through, certain things I've had to stretch and I've asked God to heal and he has brought it. And there's other things where I've had to wear the weight of it, but God brought the balance. Yeah? So what actually happened when I walked out that door? I, want, I went to church. Max came the following week. And I heard something that I'd never heard in my life ever before. It was the good news of Jesus Christ. In Galatians it says this, Jesus gave himself for our sins to rescue us from the present evil age. I don't know if you've watched the news lately. The present evil age. God comes to rescue us 
The reality was that at this point in my life, I was drinking a flagon of port a day. I was a heroin dealer, and my friends were heroin dealers, and prostitutes, and transgenders, and the whole shebang, yeah? I'd done prison, I'd been in prison, I'd done counselling, I'd done rehab. I actually came from a good family. I had loving people in my world, but my heart was hard. When I walked in the door of church and Max came and I heard this message of Christ, if I was to put words to it, I have to describe something that is beyond words. But for me, it was like coming home. I heard a message that I'd never heard before, which was that Jesus looking at all of that. You see, Jesus doesn't see our highlight reel, our selfies. He knows every hair on your head, and he knows what colour your hair really is. Yeah? He's not fooled by our outward appearances. He knows your behind-closed-door weariness. And it's that place that he wants to meet us. It's that place. It's for that reason that I continue to share my story. Because the reality is we all have a brokenness. We all have a place where we say, you know, I wouldn't want anyone to see that. I hope no one finds me out. And the truth is that nothing is impossible for Christ. The truth is that it's in those moments that he looks at you and he looks at me and says, I love you and I died for you and I've come to set you free. Not in a wishy-washy, weak freedom, but to bring you balance, to bring you strength. When we come under the yoke of Christ, we gain muscle, we become strong. I am stronger now than I was there. I hope that when you're looking at the two images, it almost doesn't fit. It almost doesn't make sense. Because the reality is that this is impossible outside of Christ. Outside of knowing that I'm planned and purposed. You see, my heart was hard. That was the problem. People have asked me, why did I used to take drugs? And I said, well, really, it's the wrong question. Because what I used to say to myself is, why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I? If there is no morality, if there is no God, then what does it matter? I can go to another country and it's totally legal. I can have a prostitute and a line of drugs and be totally legal. So if it's not about legalities, if it's just cultural, what I arrived at was, why wouldn't I? What began with what I do, within the, what I do in the privacy of my own home. Some of you may think that, well, what I do in the privacy of my own home, what does it matter? Does it matter? What's legal here in Western culture? How do we decide? So the problem wasn't about legalities. The problem was that I had a hard heart. That I didn't care. It didn't matter. And so everything, even murder... Even the possibility to think, well, you know, this has gone wrong. This is not where I thought I wanted to be. I did not choose that. I put on the front uh, of our book is a little picture of me as a child to really make that point. No little girl says, when I grow up, I want to be a drug addict. 
I think I'll be in an abusive relationship. And I'll have a heap of kids that I love very much, but I'm absolutely aware of that I'm a dreadful mother too. Yeah? No one says that. And if you join the dots in your own life, you may, like I say, you may not relate totally to my story, but you may be able to relate in, in certain aspects of that to say, are there things in your world where you say to yourself, oh, you know what, I didn't really, I don't know how I got here. I didn't really choose this and now I don't know how to get out. And so I keep it behind closed doors so that no one can see. And on Facebook I look wonderful and my Instagram is even better. Because it's just old ladies on Facebook, you know, you know that. <laughs> yeah? But behind closed doors, you're weary and you're broken and you're lost and you don't know a way out. And perhaps you have a hard heart too. You see, the power of Jesus Christ, that transaction, like I say, when I first went to Victory Church 19 years ago, can you imagine for a minute... And I heard the good news. And like I say, to me it was like coming home to the guys at church. Can you imagine? (laughs) So, Ben, I listen, we've got this guy and he's just started coming to church and he can play guitar. What do you reckon? Um, Who would like to babysit those kids? Who's going to do a home visit? Mandatory report. Yeah, We had a lot of stuff in 19 years to work through. And God didn't necessarily just wipe them all away, but he brought balance to our burden. He brought it in perspective to a weight that could bring strength, to a weight where I could see that there was a future. He brought me into a community. So God did a spiritual transaction. Yeah? That's the power of Christ to save. And the power of Christ to transform is exactly what Tony has been talking about, is in his church. The Bible says it's iron sharpening iron. Can you imagine the conversations that I might have had with you? Maybe you can remember for some of you. Sorry about that. When that chick comes to church and sits next to you, and all the front rows going, yeah, yeah. I continue to share the story so that you can be encouraged that nothing is impossible. If you compare yourself to me, you do okay. So compare yourself to me. Go, you know what? If God can do that in her life, if that chick can stand up there and string a sentence together, then how much more can you do? Yeah? Oh, thank you. That movie simply is this. If you break it down into three points. I had a desperate need. There was an invitation and a response. It's as simple as that. Do you have a need tonight? Do you have a desperate need tonight? Maybe. Christ gives you an invitation. The fact that you're here is that you have responded to an invitation. 
So how can we be set free from our own behind closed doors weariness? You know, wherever you are at, whatever your need, the spiritual response is this, is to receive Christ. That's salvation. I have in my uh, ring that God holds all things together. When we consider this, when we, when we consider it all, I don't know how you can arrive at anything other. The practical response, sorry, that's not very theological of me, but whatever. <laughs> the practical response is to receive his church. I could not in any way have done anything myself. When I first came to church, I just got on a roster. I've been on a roster for 19 years. <laughs> can I come off the roster? No. <laughs> So it's the practical things. Get on a roster. Get to know Christ. Get on a roster. Get alongside people who annoy you. I can help. (laughs) Yeah? We need both. It's not about being transformed without knowing Christ. The point is that I know Christ. Here's my motivation. I can say, why would I do that? Outside of Christ, I wouldn't show anyone that film. I have a nice life. And I could have, you would never have known. The majority of you here would never know. I've sat, had coffee with you, talked to you, maybe even counselled you, prayed with you, encouraged you, and vice versa. And you've done the same for me. And you would never have guessed that that story was behind closed doors. Yeah? It's also not about the, the point also is not that I became transformed. It's not about giving away vices. The point is not that I no longer take drugs. Plenty of people give up smoking, give up drugs, but don't know Christ. Yeah? Now. <laughs> So what I would like to do is encourage you tonight, wherever you are at, whatever your situation is, that we take a moment to invite God in, to invite him into your world, invite him into your place, and you'll be astounded. If you'd told that girl there that I would be standing here, I would never have seen it, of course. When I was there, my greatest longing was, I remember thinking that if I could have anything in the world, what I would like would be to have enough money to buy tailor-made cigarettes instead of rollies. That was the limit of my vision. A year ago, I quit my job to make a movie. See what God can do if you commit your life to him. Allow yourself to be stretched by his people. Allow yourself to be refreshed and your heart to be softened that you can receive and be all that he's called you to be. Thank you for taking the time to listen. If you have any questions, please email us at admin at victorychurch.net.au. 